0: Good day. I am Francis Gargani, redemptress, honored to be with you once again on this third day of the month. Residing in our provincial residence in Washington, D.C., I join you in tentative hope that we are slowly arising more and more into the light as the pandemic loses its grip of death and destruction in our nation as we enter into this month traditionally associated with weddings and anniversaries and other happy occasions. It seems appropriate for us to pause just a little and reflect on today's gospel. Here it is from Mark chapter 12, verses 28 to 34. One of the scribes came to Jesus and asked him, which is the first of all the commandments Jesus replied, The first is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to Jesus, Well said, teacher, you are right in saying he is one and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God and no one dared to ask him any more questions. Now we love this gospel and for no other reason, it makes being a good Jew and a good Christian seem so simple, don't forget. Religious adherents of Judaism had approximately 613 laws that governed every facet of their daily lives. So, love God, love your neighbor, couldn't be simpler, or so it seemed. But the two are inextricably interwoven. John tells us in his first letter, chapter 4, verse 20, if anyone says my love is fixed on God yet, hates his brother or sister, they're a liar. One who has no love for the sister or brother he has seen cannot love the God he has not seen. The commandment we have from him is this, whoever loves God must also love his sister or brother. Of course the rub comes down to the question asked in basically the same Gospel account in Luke. Chapter 10, verses 25 to 36, when a lawyer who recited the same essential Jewish teaching known as the Samai, asked Jesus, well, who is my neighbor? The famous and perhaps now too familiar parable of the Good Samaritan is Jesus' response. It is this very parable that Pope Francis uses in his encyclical letter to us, now known as for Telly Tutti. It is Francis's prophetic call to us at this moment in our history to make real this fundamental teaching of both our Jewish and Christian traditions, and for that matter, all religious traditions. Everyone is our neighbor, with no exceptions. We are all made in God's image, all the daughters and sons of God. Everything flows from this and is the ground of all our religious traditions. For at the end of the encyclical, Francis makes it clear there is no way we're going to promote the well-being of all women and men to promote the common good and integral human development of all people unless we forge bonds through interfaith religious dialogue. For that reason, it was just on February 4th, 2019, Francis signed a joint statement, the document on human fraternity for world peace and living together, in Abu Dhabi with the grand imam of Al-Ksa, Ahmad al tayyid I can't encourage you enough, our devoted listeners to this audio podcast, to read for teleduty. It probably will at first seem somewhat dense to you and will most likely demand some study, reflection, and dialogue. But again, its basic teaching is the utter simplicity of today's life-giving gospel. Love God, love your neighbor. But as you probably have had to deal with both in your personal and communal life, how we struggle to live the commandment of loving our neighbors can be very challenging. Francis prophetically challenges us to address how this unequivocal commandment of love of neighbor flowing out of the love of God is enfleshed in today's modern challenge of migration and how it is reflected in our national and personal response, especially by us developed nations. Paragraph 37, Francis writes, With their lives at stake, fleeing from war, persecution, natural catastrophes, unscrupulous trafficking, ripped from their communities of origin, migrants are to be welcomed, protected, supported, and integrated. For Francis bases everything on the inherent dignity of every human person, a dignity that we of the Abrahamic traditions undeniably profess as God-given, not something we dole out or have to earn. He affirms human dignity cannot be denied to anyone, since rights have no borders. No one can remain excluded from their God-given dignity, regardless of where they are born or the color of their skin or any other defining characteristic. He is inviting us to adopt a vision of an open world with an ethics of international relations founded on the reality that there is a universal destination of created goods that is primary before even the right to private property. In other words, no nation has the right to hoard natural resources to the detriment of another nation's needs for food and the development of its peoples. So if love is a radical decision, then so is its implications in all our international and national relations and decisions, be they political, economic, and social. Loving God and neighbor is having a heart open to the world, Francis asserts, and demands a better politics for this new age. Allow me to close our brief time together with one final quote from paragraph 35, of this major encyclical. Once this health crisis passes, our worst response would be to plunge even more deeply into feverish consumerism and new forms of egotistic self-preservation. If only we might rediscover once for all that we need one another and that in this way our human family can experience a rebirth unless we recover the shared passion To create a community of belonging and solidarity, worthy of our time, worthy of our energy and our resources. The global illusion that misled us will collapse and leave many in the grip of anguish and emptiness. And now the gospel echoes more profoundly. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Ah, so simple, and yet so utterly profound and far-reaching and so radically demanding. We ignore this commandment at our own peril. Today we stand on the threshold of either self-annihilation or building a new world of sorority fraternity for all peoples everywhere, and indeed a world of stewardship for all creation. For if this virus has taught us anything, we are all connected. Let us pray and live to be ever more aware. To love God is to love each and all others and all creation. Amen.